recently on Randomosity. Get weird, or don't. I, you know, doesn't matter to me. So, is there an inflatable doll involved at this point? So, you know, I was a little embarrassed by that. This is episode number. I close the stall door and I hear a voice in the stall next to me going, Hi, how are you? How come the skeleton didn't go to the dance? Is it because he didn't have any guts? Nope, uh, because he didn't have anybody to go with. It's bad. It's really It was bad. very bad. It was so bad. Let's this. Boil him, mash him, put him in a stew. What kind of kid doesn't grow up yearning to be canned meat on Halloween? Have you ever wanted to combine Harrison Ford and Toby Keith? I never really thought about it. Well, you can with this costume, uh, Han Solo Cup. I think you're full of crap. That's what I think. Darth Vader stars as Judas in this rock musical extravaganza featuring Princess Leia as Mary Magdalene. Jesus Christ, Super Star Wars? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, We're not even actually recording. They've just given us fake microphones at the nursing home. Now, on with the show. This is Randomosity with Sean and Mark, the show dedicated to absolute nutter nonsense. So sit back, relax, and enjoy two idiots looking at the humor of life, unrealistic situations, and giving random topics more thought than they deserve. And now, here are your hosts, Sean and Mark. And then, as fast as they swarmed, the turkeys disappeared, leaving a sea of destruction in their wake. <laughs> Oh my god, wow, that's a, that's that's really scary. Hey, hey, hey guys, what are you talking about? Uh, 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 not, nothing, Sean, nothing. Just, yeah, just, we're just, we're, we're telling spooky stories, that's all. It's just, just spooky stories. Yeah, Mark was telling a very scary story. Okay, I got one from last year around Thanksgiving, if we want to tell that one, or, or do we have time, or do we got to get to the show? Uh, I think I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay, okay, okay. I can tell it later. Yeah. I can tell it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome in to our spooktacular Halloween special. <laughs> welcome into randomosity. You know, I maybe I should just talk like Count Dracula. All the whole, oh, whole I thought you were doing a leprechaun. Thing. And then you can be Frankenstein. So all you'd have to do. My is name is Frankenstein. You just go. Uh, uh, fire. <laughs> fire bad. Sorry, Phil Hartman. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah. So Halloween's just, it's coming up on Sunday, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Great time of the year. Get to dress up. Get to go do, you know, get some candy. It's one time of the year you're allowed to take candy from a stranger. Uh, that That is true. That is true. Sean, are you throwing a Halloween party this year? Or? Uh, no, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Mm. I'll do something. Well, I just don't know what yet. Well, if you do, mm-hmm. you need to keep your drinks cold, right? And well, I found this product it's an inflatable vampire and coffin (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's like three and a half feet long okay yeah so so it's got like the coffin and you put the ice and the drinks in there and then it's got like count dracula sitting Mm -hmm. up in it (laughs) Uh, i was thinking this was like a inflatable pool toy (laughs) 
<laughs> so, well, you know, you can fill you... it up with water, but I don't think you could fit in it. So, yeah. Well, I was thinking three and a half feet long. I'd be like, my legs are not getting buried. I guess. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might be able to put your rubber duckies in it, but that's about it. Rubber ducky, you're the one. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how much Ernie sounds like Kermit. <laughs> yeah, he does it. He? Um, uh, okay, I found something else too. You, you might like this one, you know. Okay. Uh, Halloween and all its sequels. Yeah, I mean, they're iconic horror films, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what if you had Michael Myers? You know who he is, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the shape, yes. Yeah, the sh- the shape. Yeah, that, that's the that's the other name he's known by in the in the Halloween oh, movie universe. Oh, oh, ho- oh, that's right. He's from Halloween. I thought he was from Austin Powers. <sighs> oh no. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> you can have that terrifying uh, murderer who just can't be stopped. He can drive with you in your car. <laughs> it's a it's a sunshade. Makes it look like the killer is behind the wheel. Uh, yeah, I couldn't wait to see the looks on people's faces, <laughs> especially if you put it up while you were driving. <laughs> there might be a problem with putting it up while you're driving, sir. Well, then you might become Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Do we get copyrighted for that one? I'm pretty Probably. sure I'm off key. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm off key. So. Um. Okay. Well, maybe you are. Maybe you are. Most likely I am. <laughs> oh, boy. We got a great program today. We got uh, Would You Rather, mm-hmm. uh, Mount Forehead. We're going to be uh, putting uh, movie monsters up there in their uh, honored spot. That's fun. Yeah. And then we're going to be talking about scary places. Uh, some of them locally here in Missouri. And then we've kind of... Search the world over and oh, <laughs> who allows him to sing? Well, who allows me to sing? Though same person, probably same person, Dave. Yeah, I do not allow that. You guys just do it on your own. Yeah, it's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Randomosity Pod. When you go over there. Send us your questions. We love hearing from you and answering your questions specifically. So make sure you uh, you go over there and do that. Uh, we're trying to make the world a better place, one subscription at a time. Over on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Randomosity. And now, the Maroon of the Week. So, you guys were reacting pretty well to that story Mark told. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I want to hear it myself. Did, can we, can Mark, you, can you tell it? Sean, we got to keep the show rolling. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got we've got to keep going. Keep going. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, on All with right. the Maroon of the Week. Uh, police in Britain say they received a suspicious call related to a burglary on Wednesday. Uh, one that came from the unsuspecting burglars themselves. So they called 911 on themselves. Okay. <laughs> uh, police say the two men later arrested had button dialed. And over in England, I guess it's 999. That's the emergency number for the UK. Allowing authorities to listen as the crime was in progress. Uh, the call detailed all of their antics up to the point of hearing... 
the patrol car is actually arriving to arrest them. Okay. Chief Inspector John Owen of the uh, Shaffordshire Police, uh, he wrote a tweet which included a clip of one of the ill-fated burglars from Home Alone. Uh, I think we've, uh, uh, I think we have just arrested the world's unluckiest burglars. Owen wrote, "It's a bum rap." A user added, per the BBC, "A bum uh, rap." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, it's a bum so, rap, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 they remain in custody as of Thursday, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so they they called the police on themselves. Hey, mate, you might help me breaking this building here. <laughs> hey. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. help me unbolt this safe from the wall here. We need to get this safe out. All right, you got the money? You got the you got the money? You got the quid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, it's the bobbies. <laughs> we just lost England. Oh man. We just lost England. What was the name of that town again? Oh Sherwood was, Forest or something yeah, like that? Sherwood Forest. <laughs> no, it was uh uh Shaffordshire. <laughs> I love the names Stafford, of towns in England. Stafford, Staffordshire. Staffordshire. Okay, I, I still love the names over in England, man. They yeah. they got the best names for their towns. That's right. I love that English. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And every time I every time Dave has to censor that, I still find it funny. <laughs> every time you you can be Lou Brown, I just oh, anytime a, you can. It's a bum rap. It's a, it's a bum, bum rap. rap. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Why is he Scottish? I don't know. Well, if you're not Scottish, then it's crap. <laughs> if you don't know oh, Saturday Night Live from the mid uh, early '90s, then I feel sorry for you. Oh, I know, I know. So these guys, here, here's an idea: if you're going to rob a place, don't rob a place. I mean, yeah. I think we've said this before: don't don't rob places. But if you're going to, don't bring your phone in with you, or I at least see turn it, it off. Yeah, at least turn put it in airplane mode. Something yeah. you know. Do you have an important call coming in? You. Know? If you, if you have to bring a phone with you, maybe bring a flip phone so you don't butt dial somebody. That's right. That's it was right. a bum rap. Oh, my God. I love that line. At least the one guy uh, last time got away. Remember? He, he, yeah. He, sl- he, he went for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> Ran but, out in uh, some kid's underwear. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got caught later, I think. but He did. But, uh, yeah, just... Just, just don't don't bring the phone in. There's no advantage to it unless you need it for like the flashlight, and then just bring a flashlight. Yeah, bring a flashlight. That's yeah. But again, isn't, isn't that a burglar tool? I mean, it is a lock picking. You got the flashlight. You got the uh, the ski big mask. Bag. The big bag. Ski out ma- in, yeah. Ski mask. If you don't have a ski mask, and you got the Lone Ranger mask, you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> the Lone Ranger oh. mask. <laughs> bum rap i love i love these stories sometimes mm, i know i know <laughs> ah butt dialed uh, that's scary so they heard everything that was going on <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine you're sitting there going how did they know yeah <laughs> they must be psychic and all of a sudden you hear from your all of a sudden you hear from your pocket your phone's on hey yeah. hey <laughs> 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 Oh, man, 
What a maroon. What a maroon. Randomosity. How about some good news? All right. You know, the good news, I, I wanted to keep it uh, with the Halloween theme, and I found this story. A six-year-old, uh, her name is uh, Brinkley Mentors. Uh, favorite holiday is Halloween, and she looks forward to it each year. Within a day of having a conversation with her parents about homelessness, she is now combining her favorite holiday with her ability to help others. She asked her parents if the, if she could host an art stand, you know, kind of like a lemonade stand, but with oh paintings, yeah yeah, with, but with paintings. Oh okay, okay. And she spent several uh, of her days, uh, several days working on acrylic paintings. Um, her goal was to raise enough money to buy sixteen costumes, uh, and she actually surpassed that within two days. Oh wow. Uh, these, to, these are her own paintings, right? Yes. To okay. date, she has raised over twenty nine hundred dollars. Oh uh, wow! And, and and all that money is going to purchase Halloween costumes for homeless kids, and she plans to keep the momentum going until the end of the month. That's pretty awesome. Um, d- does the article got any pictures of the paintings? I think we can put those on our Facebook. Yeah, it uh, actually does not. No. Okay, we can probably find it somewhere uh, if I'm we sure find we pictures. We'll. If we find pictures of the paintings, we'll put them on Facebook. Yeah. We can definitely put a link to her. Uh, does Does she have anything online that we can add? To uh, it or? doesn't. It doesn't have anything here, but I bet we could find something. She's probably got something like a GoFundMe, I would imagine. Yeah. Um. So we'll find if if we find anything like that, we'll throw it on the Facebook. But that, I mean, she's only six awesome. years old, too. Yeah, six years old too. I mean, so yeah. And selling um, paintings to buy homeless kids Halloween costumes. I mean, that's awesome. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's always great how we hear how how the younger kids are helping out others in these stories. I know. You know I, it's I, like, it, it, and it's not that older kids aren't helping out. It's just good to see that the younger generations are also having this this train of thought where they see somebody in need and they want to help them and do mm-hmm. what they can to help them. Right. And she loves Halloween. And so, you know, it was like, well, you know, what can I do? And, you know, a kid's logic. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. they can't they can't you know, get their own Halloween costumes. Let's have them have a great Halloween. Yeah. And I think that, that, that's, that's pretty nice of somebody to, you know, think of that and, you know, hats off to her parents having that conversation with her too. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. I'm just picturing these kids trick or treating for the first time ever too. And just having a ball. Right. Uh, so. yeah. I mean, man, so far $2,900. I mean, that, that's wow. got to be a lot of costumes. And, you know, she was shooting for 16 mm-hmm. costumes. And I'm not sure how many, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on this story and see what. what oh, happens. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. a great story. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sean, I, I did find something about, uh, uh, about the Halloween costumes and the six-year-old. Uh, mm-hmm. Donation to Brinkley's efforts can be made by visiting, and it would be uh, GoFund.me. Uh, backslash uh, FC8EA459. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely post that on the Facebook too, yeah. so you can mm-hmm. just click on it. But for those that are just hearing it, there you go. Can you give it one more time, sir? Yeah, it's uh, gofund.me uh, backslash FC8EA459. 
All right, there you go. Yep. Randomosity? And now it's time for Uncle Mark's Joke Bag. You know, it's it's Halloween, trick-or-treating time. I'm the one that's supposed to have the, the, the bag, and you're supposed to fill it with candy. And instead, you've got the bag, and you're throwing out bad jokes. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, what do you got for me this week? All right, here we go. Uh, what do you call two witches sharing an apartment? I was waiting to say sandwich. Um, that's not going to work here. <laughs> it's not the brood witch either. So, mm, has that got bacon on it? No, bacon's extra. Oh, okay. It's got got mustard on it though. Got to got to have mustard on on a sandwich. Is, is, it, is that Dijon? Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that that joke was for one guy that might be listening. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh let's see witches in an apartment yes so they'd be roommates they'd be uh, uh spells uh brooms yeah i have got no idea oh man you are so close if you're gonna just put this together okay yeah they're broom mates Done. <laughs> Leaving. <laughs> Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Turn it in and rip off the knob. What? What? What are you talking about? It, it's just. It's just a saying that they. Used what to kind sing. of saying is that? It's what they say in radio. It's just so you keep it right there on the station. Okay, Sean. This is a podcast. There are no knobs. Look, I mean, it's just a phrase. It means just keep listening. Why didn't you just say that? Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Okay, so now we got time to tell tell my spooky story. Is that do we got time for that now? Sean, it's it's time for forehead, Sean. We 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 can't. But it it doesn't take long. Yeah, we 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 can't. We we just gotta do the show. Why must you always be so unprofessional, Sean? Well, it's not unprofessional. It's Halloween episode. I got a spooky story to share. It it, it fits. I, 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 no, I don't think so. But Mark got to tell a story. I want to tell a story. Yeah, well, I think we have to move on, actually. All right. I'm we still have we still have a little more time, so, you know. Just, yeah, just I'll get it in before the show's over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I right. told my story before the show started, so. Yeah, well, I got here late. <laughs> well, I know. what Long line at Burger King or something? Or I love those Whoppers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, here they be monsters. That That's an old warning. And in this case, they'd be right. Um, we're, we're doing a, uh, Mount Forehead of Movie Monsters, the creatures that kept whole generations awake at night and represented fear and anxiety and still plague humanity today. Movie monsters have, you know, been around for a long time since the movies, I guess. <laughs> and then, well, uh, that, that would make sense. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, so today we're going to. Uh, place them on, uh, you know, in their place of glory on Mount Forehead. 
I tell you, those those construction workers we hire every week to put up the old, put up the new ones, and then take them down so that we can, you know, redo it again. Oh yeah, they just they, they just they don't get paid enough. No, they don't. They they do not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's so scary in itself. Yeah. So uh, Mark and I were talking, and our first monster is actually the same monster. So we'll talk about uh, talk about him, Dracula. <laughs> blah blah. What was that? Why does he say blah blah? I never got that. I, I don't know. I don't know that he ever said that. Well, it's like whenever somebody or no, it's blue. What is it? I'm mixing it up now. What is it? I I have no clue what you're even talking about. Are you talking about just cartoons? I guess it's in the cartoons, or because I don't think Bella Lugosi ever went blah. blah. Well, no, no. I think it was a comedic thing that Uh, probably was. Yeah, yeah. I want to suck your blood. (laughs) Well, he is one of the most iconic. I will say that. You know, and, and Bella Lugosi, I think, is oh, you know, yeah. going to be the guy that you always think of as as Dracula. Uh, he is a uh, he is a beautiful and frightening creature at the same time. And I mean, I think that I can't remember how many movies portrayed Dracula, but there's a ton of them out there. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's just so many with vampires nowadays, and you got the the sparkly. You know, weenie vampires from Twilight. We won't even bring them up other than that. Um, but it all started because of Dracula. I mean, the, the any vampires that are out there now, it's because of the Dracula movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, Bela Lugosi's the, he's, when you picture a vampire, it's him. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not Edward or, <laughs> Edward. or Jacob or whoever, whichever one's the vampire, whichever one's the werewolf, I don't care. Yeah, I think that is Edward. I think you're right. I yeah I don't know he he sparkles I don't care, um, so, <laughs> oh, gosh, but that became the the archetype for any any vampire there fourth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just it's just iconic like you said, yeah it, he is I mean just that that whole movie I mean if if you take a look at it and I know I've seen it redone in many different mm-hmm. fashions and all that stuff but you know they didn't show anything. Everything was implied, exactly, and and and, and just you know, uh, Bella Lugosi did a great job portraying him, and that that would be who we would put up there is Bella Lugosi. Yeah, right. And so then, what was your next one that wasn't the one that we? Uh, my next one, uh, you know, I think I'm going to go with the Mummy. Um, okay. You know, uh, you know, another classic monster that you think of. Uh, when you think of, and, and I, I kind of thought old time monsters, classic monsters, mm-hmm. the old Universal uh, yeah. movies, um, and so you know, um, you know the, the undead. I mean, you know, we always think of that zombies and stuff like that, but the mummy uh, certainly was a, a pretty scary uh, thing, you know, coming out of the tomb and 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 trying to i guess you know there's always like a mummy's curse mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh so i i would have to say the mummy would have to go up there and i'm just wondering how were people not able to outrun him and zombies in general they always get trapped by him because they like trip over a random tree root or something but well yeah the guy was... moves at half the speed of smell i mean <laughs> yeah usually i think 
didn't the mummy kind of sneak up on people and yeah he was just quiet and would end up there mm-hmm. yeah that that is true that is true now was he um, single ply or double ply yeah yeah i don't know which yeah, couldn't you just like, you know, I saw this on Scooby-Doo, you know, you just grab one of the ends and pull, right? And he just, he just spins off screen it. like a top. Yeah. <laughs> he just spins off screen like a top. Could you imagine the mummy in 2020? People like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy's actually running. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God. I just I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, no. the mummy never talked, but oh no, make him talk and yeah, mummy starts running. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> All right. So my number one, or I guess my number two, since we have the same number one, Frankenstein's monster. Mm. My name Karloff. is Frankenstein. No, 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 no. That That's Gene Wilder. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking Boris Karloff. Oh, Boris Karloff. Yeah, the uh, the original bodybuilder Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I did there the original bodybuilder because he made the 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 body the the right. Anyway, oh my, Mark's not going to sell that one. Okay, so uh, I, I get I see where you're going there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you know he's got the the body parts. And the lightning strikes and the iconic. It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> I mean, you. Just, when you think about it, Frankenstein, he basically became an archetype for monsters. I mean, you've got uh, the monsters. The Fred Mc- or not, I almost called him Fred McMurray again. You did. Uh, Fred Gwynn. God, I can't remember. Fred. Yeah, thank you, Fred Gwynn. Fred, McGu- Fred Mc- uh, McMurray was tall, though. He could have done it. Um, and Lurch was meant to be kind of like uh, a Frankenstein's monster type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what I find interesting is in Mary she- Mary Shelley's novel, he's like a genius and he's got the bolts. He does not have the bolts in his neck. But right. uh, the one that took off was the one that was basically, uh, I won't say brain dead, but basically was just, uh, I don't know what to call it. He was just a non-thinking monster that. Right. Uh, he was, yeah, he was more... Um, misunderstood. He was a more misunderstood kind of monster. Exactly. Exactly. He, I, I think he, you're right. I think the original Frankenstein was, like, actually good-looking and, and, and mm-hmm. everything. And, and and if you look at the old Dracula folklore, he was hideous. Right, yeah. He looked more like Nosferatu yeah, than he did exactly. Dracula. Yeah, So I think um, that's... But yeah, so, so, but the Frankenstein we all know from uh, Boris Karloff, uh, just looks like a stitched together. I I, I just yeah, we'll stitched together monster. That's what well, he is. It, it it makes it more scary that way. It does. It does. But even in the movie, he didn't want to be a monster. He wanted to be human. You know he, you know, but he accidentally kills that girl at the lake, and that just starts everything. Right. And in his and, in his mind, because it was a warped mind anyway, mm-hmm. he. Um, saw her throwing flowers mm-hmm. into the water and thought that pretty things needed to go into the water into and the water. And so yep. threw her into the water. Yeah. Yeah. And thus became the legend of the villagers coming after Frankenstein, Frankenstein's right. monster. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Most, and that's the other thing. People don't, people always call him Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. I think we might've accidentally done that earlier in the bit, but yeah, we, we may have. We may have. But it's Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein's the doctor, or Frankenstein, if you're in the young Frankenstein thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
But yes. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Bernard Ritz! <laughs> Anytime you mention Frankenstein's monster, we have to do that. That's I, I think it's in our contract. I just watched that the other night. So, you know, young Frankenstein, uh, you know, <laughs> Mel Brooks, <laughs> the whole play on that, uh, on that. Just, just amazing. Um, love that movie. <laughs> Igor's hump just keeps moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name is uh, Igor. <laughs> All right, what's your number three, sir? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, The Wolfman. All right, baby, Wolfman Jack here. All right. What are you, Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid man? No, I'm Wolfman Jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it don't sound like Wolfman Jack to you? Well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now it sounds like, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so The Wolfman, of course, Lon Chaney Jr., uh, you know, betrayed him in the movies way back when, you know, part of that whole uh, universal monster thing. Um, he, he played Larry Talbot, who returns to his family home in Wales to reconnect with, you know, uh, uh, his father. And, you know, he gets bitten by a wolf. Of course, there's a gypsy in there that talks tells the the tale of the werewolf and uh, are there any tramps and thieves to go with the yes, gypsy? yes there's gypsies tramps and thieves and share and share yeah and sunny well sure <laughs> uh, so anyway the wolf the wolf man um uh, just yeah you know and of course lon cheney jr's wolf man is 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 who i'm that I always think of. And of course, you know, he also was in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> One of the few comedy crossovers. <laughs> so, a uh, great, great uh, monster. Monster. Yeah. All right. So my number three. Sorry, I had a little bit of gas there. Uh, um, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> so you know the and of course everybody knows the trivia question in the first he's the he's the main villain from friday the 13th series the series but in the first movie he was not mark who was the who was the murderer in the first movie um uh, wasn't that his mom or something it was his mother yeah that's not so she saw him drown in the lake as a as a child of the camp and so when the camp reopened she came back to take her revengeance on all the uh, counselors. Yep. Of course, one ends up killing her at the end, and she's in a boat at the end, just kind of relaxing. All of a sudden, uh, Swamp Boy Jason comes up and takes her out of the boat. Right. And, of course, that's deemed to be a flashback. But then when they go to the next movie, suddenly Jason's an alive adult who's been living in the woods his whole life and yeah. uh, started with a sack on his head before. It's not the joke sack. But he started with a <laughs> sack on his head before he got his iconic mask. That one came in the third movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after the fifth movie, I think it was, he became an undead zombie because they killed him in, they killed him in the fourth movie. So the fifth movie, they had an imposter, Jason, and that one was just, nobody talks about that one. Yeah. What was the uh, one so where then, he came back to life? The, yeah, that was the sixth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tommy Jarvis went to dig him up to make sure he was dead. 
and then he went crazy and stuck a metal fence post in him and it got hit by lightning and of course you know it's alive it's alive and now and and then since then jason is now a supernatural zombie who can apparently teleport because if you've seen some of the things you know he's all of a sudden you know like, like there, there's one that's just and jason goes to manhattan horrible movie but there's one where he's chasing this guy and this guy's looking behind him he sees jason goes into a building guy walks up to the fourth floor all of a sudden jason's there and throws him out the window it's like okay yeah unless he teleported he has a teleporter you know yes he does <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so yeah the the hockey mask wielding machete hockey mask wielding hockey mask wearing machete i can't talk today hockey mask wearing machete wielding yeah uh, jason Voorhees is my number three We'll keep that all in. I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right. Gosh. Uh, okay. So my uh, my last one is mm-hmm. going to be the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, that was the last of the great universal horror monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, it's you know. It's a tale of a scientific uh, expedition into the Amazon where uh, geologists have uncovered evidence of an ancient race of aquatic humanoids. Little do they know there is one of the creatures still around. And, of course, um, you know, all, all, all the fun, uh, you know, ensues after that. All the fun, yes. <laughs> Murder and mayhem. Mark considers yep. that fun. <laughs> yes, murder and mayhem. I don't know. I like these classic monsters. I mean, it's just. Oh yeah, no, I like them too. Mm-hmm. I just, I grew up, I grew up in a different era, which is why I mean, it wasn't really a different era, but mm-hmm. when I grew up, I was really catching on with these with Jason and then my last one. Um, but I had to give ode to Dracula and Frankenstein's monster because those you you can't have them out forehead. I don't think without some right. without those universal monsters. Well, I, you know, I, I thought I, I had some on my standby list just in case I decided to change. King Kong was one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Certainly, you know, a great uh, monster. And also mm-hmm. the Invisible Man, but you wouldn't be able to see him up there. Oh, yeah. you just There's only three heads up there. What's going on? So then, so then my fourth one, and I had a choice to make. Was it going to be Freddy Krueger or was it going to be Michael Myers? And I could have thrown Leatherface in there, but I I, yeah. I don't think Leatherface is is forehead worthy. Um, although he might cut your forehead off and wear it, um, maybe. But but uh, Freddy Krueger's who I went with, just because I feel like he's more iconic. Yes, yeah. Halloween led to Friday the Thirteenth, where you got Jason Voorhees. They the directors admittedly just said they were going to rip off Halloween, mm-hmm. so that's what. But Jason, I think, became more iconic over time, and Freddy Krueger is just a pop culture icon at this point. Right. You, know, you got the you got the glove, you've got the you know the quips. You know, I can't say a lot of his quips because he cusses, but right. um, you know. And then you've got, of course, the the jump rope girls. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door, and they just go on and on. It's creepy. It is creepy. It is. I I will tell you this. My wife texted me the other day, and she said she was trying a new restaurant in the area, and it's called Freddy's. So, of course, (laughs) you know what I had to do? I had to text back and go, was that the one on Elm Street? Because I heard it's a real nightmare. Oh, I thought we were done with the joke bag. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
So yeah, Freddy Krueger and the razor knife hand. That that's my uh, last one there. Mm, yeah, and All I right. told you I had a buddy that that dressed up as as Freddy Krueger one Halloween. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, he went all out. He was like measuring like a sweater, you know, stripes. <laughs> and I mean, he did a great job with this. And this is before, you know, you could buy the mask that your mouth could move with it. Yeah. And he had it so tight. It, it, it worked. It was perfect. Yeah. And it just recently on Facebook, I posted this. Uh, it's Fred Rogers, but he's putting on. The Freddy sweater and it goes and it's got the glove at the end. Oops, wrong sweater because it's Fred <laughs> Rogers Freddy. Yeah, so <laughs> I might throw that on our on our randomosity page there, but it's on my personal page right now. Um, so to recap, it's uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> a beautiful day oh. for a murder. Would you be <laughs> anyway? God. All right, so let's recap. You're four. Uh, my four are uh, Dracula, mm-hmm. the Mummy, mm-hmm. the Wolfman, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. All right, and I've got, of course, Dracula as well, Frankenstein's monster, Jason Voorhees, and Freddy Krueger. So, if you'd like to hit us up and give us your list of your best, uh, your top four Hollywood monsters, uh, go ahead and. Uh, give us a, I almost said give us a ring, but we don't have a phone number. So go ahead and hit us up on yeah, Facebook, call us Instagram. 555. 555. Yes, see what happens. Or maybe 8675309. Maybe we could try that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jenny oh, will wait, answer wait. the phone. Wait, and, that doesn't uh, work. Uh, <laughs> talking to tone. Uh, no, so you can hit us up on all the social medias, uh, Randomosity yes. Pod at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We are on your Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're stalking you. Uh, 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 okay, guys, that, that's really creepy. Randomosity with Sean and Mark. All right, uh, hey, hey Raj, is uh, Sean still in the bathroom? Oh, uh, yes, yes, I believe he is. Uh, I'll keep an eye out for him. Okay, look, we've done a really good job. Uh, making sure he doesn't tell this this ghost story. We're like halfway through the show now, so we've just got to keep this going and, and make sure he doesn't tell the story. You think we can do it? I, I think we, we have to do it. I think for our listeners, we've got to do it. Uh, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, oh wait a minute. I, I, I hear him coming down the hallway. All right, guys, we ready to do this? Oh, yeah, we're ready. We're ready. All right, all right. So my ghost story, or it's a spooky story, more likely. So anyway, it was well, uh, around last... Hang on what? a second. Okay, what? I thought that we were... I got to do an intro here. But I was going to... But you, but you know how this works. But it's the haunted section, so me telling the story works, doesn't it? No, no, it, it doesn't. I, I, I we, We've got to move on. Don't all worry. Right, we'll right. get your story in, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, with the Chris Faller setting in and Halloween right around the corner, there's no better time to give yourself a fright or two. And we're going to talk about some of the creepiest places uh, around, or at least around the state of Missouri, or we'll probably hit some of the other ones too. Uh, but, you know, just in case you want to go visit these places, we were going to do the show from, you know, like either a graveyard or from a uh one of these haunted places but um uh, dave for some reason didn't want to go well we might actually see some real ghosts so you know 
Well, that would be the point, Dave. Yeah. We would... yeah. Isn't that what we'd be trying to do? I mean, if, if that's what you guys want, I'm going to be remote if you guys do that one. <laughs> God. All right. So we know Dave is the weenie of the group. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what's your first haunted place, Mark? Uh, the Epperson House. Okay. So it was built around 1920 and now is a part of the University of Missouri, Kansas City. And uh, this house originally owned by Uriah Epperson uh, has a long history of hauntings. Uh, the resident ghosts are those of Uriah's adopted daughter and Uriah himself. Uh, the daughter died in the home while the organ was being constructed in the house. She appears in the eve- in an evening gown accompanied by organ music. Uh, it's always late at night. In addition, a man's arm in a blue suit has been seen turning off lights. The Epperson House was featured on TV's Unsolved Mysteries in one of the top five U.S. haunted houses. Seems like there was a lot of Uriah's family members haunting the place. Would that be a Uriah heap of ghosts? It would be a Uriah heap of ghosts. You are correct, Sean. Uh, I got a laugh out of that one. I don't think the ghost of Uriah is all that scary, you know. He's just Uh, a typical dad going, who left the lights on in here? Clicking them off. (laughs) This thermostat's too high, turns it down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my first one, and I just chose this for the name. And Dave, you you don't have to have your hand on the button for this one. Nob Noster. Noster. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Natural rindo. Anyway, sorry. Local bit. Local bit. Uh, so in the town of Nob Noster, there's reportedly a ghost, uh, a ghost light, and it's been spotted for nearly 140 years. I don't know exactly what a ghost light is, but I don't want to know. Uh, it's uh, so Nob Noster. Nob Noster is uh, just off Route 50 in Missouri, right next to the Nob Noster State Parks. And uh, yeah, I just want to know who decided to name that town first of all, and then uh, second of all, what is a ghost light? Yeah, what is a ghost light? Do ghosts need lights? I don't think so. I mean, they walk through walls. There's no light in the walls. I guess it's just a light that appears out of nowhere. Is it their and, soul? And it, it's nobody there. Oh. It's so it's like an orb. an orb. It's a little bigger than an orb. A little bigger than an orb. So Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That's, so ghost light scientific, is... scientific, uh, you know, our parapsychology... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The exact definition, ghost light, a little bigger than an orb. Yeah, a little bigger than an orb. <laughs> I looked it up. He's done the research, folks. That's right, in the ghost hunting manual. I... <laughs> is that right next to the uh is that right next to that book from Beetlejuice? Yes, yes. For the recently <laughs> departed, yes. Yeah. Handbook for the recently departed. That's it, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you were talking about names. I like the name of this one. It just sounds creepy. The Ravenwood Estate. Nevermore. Yes. Uh, built in 1880, Ravenwood was a grand home of a wealthy couple, Nadine and Charles Leonard. Uh, the home hosted many parties and was the place to be. Well, Nadine died in the bedroom at age 90, and her body was taken out of the home for funeral preparations. A servant attempting to retrieve clothes for the burial found the bedroom door locked from the inside. They looked in the room by climbing a ladder and looking in the window. No one was there. 
Uh, they tried and tried to get the door open to no avail. Finally, a servant left uh, to get the tools to force the door open. Upon returning, the door was open. Over the years, reports of other paranormal activity have occurred, uh, including objects being thrown, a music box playing, and the sound of music and laughter coming from the grounds. <laughs> hey, Dave, if we do a remote from there, are you in? Hell no. <laughs> okay. Dave is kind of a scaredy cat. Raj, are you in? Oh, sure. I'm, I'm fine with that. Awesome, awesome. So the three of us can go, and Dave can run the board from here. Yeah, let's do it. That's right. You you and Mark and Dave go inside, and I'll stay in the mystery machine and keep a lookout. I never thought of you as Scooby-Doo, Rosh, but okay. <laughs> Would you do it for a Scooby snack? <laughs> mm. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, my next place is the Vale Mansion in, in Independence, Missouri. Uh, so besides being, uh, besides the former owner, Mrs. Vale, appearing uh, in the window or around the property grounds, it's also believed that the home's former use as an asylum left negative energies and residual hauntings. So not only do you have the lady that used to own the house, you got a bunch of nutbags, nutbag ghosts running nutbag around. Ghosts. <laughs> oh, nutbag <God>. ghosts. <laughs> That's a little just, bigger than a, a ghost light. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> this ghost just comes up to you. I'm out of control. Yeah. What You're are just, we doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm just picturing ghosts in a straight jacket. You know, this is we're getting more into Scooby Doo. The more this goes, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We are. Oh my gosh. So that's the Vale Mansion, is that what you said? Vale Mansion, yeah, in Union, Missouri, or Independence, Missouri, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, all right. I've got the Fear, it has two names, it's the Fear or the Screaming House in Union, Missouri. The House that's Screams? A little, that's, a little, that's a little closer, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's like 20 minutes from both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the truly horrifying account of one man's experience with the house was written by former tenant Stephen Lachance. Um, they were amazed at the low rent and puzzled by uh, the latches on the outside of all the doors. <laughs> that could be a clue. Um, yeah. yeah. What started as a small thing, such as a painting that kept falling off the wall, turned into a dark ghostly figure, a screaming man, and an attack by the house itself finally forced them to leave. Uh, turned out that the house uh, has had a long history of tenants leaving unexpectedly. Mm. Are we sure this isn't in Amityville? <laughs> yeah, I know. Get it's like, what? <laughs> oh, so my God. It keeps falling off the wall. Okay, you might go, eh, you know, maybe mm. the house is settled and it's leaning mm. and, you know, it falls off the wall, right? But, you know, a, a, a dark ghostly figure shows up right i think i'd be gone at that point no that's a different guy oh yeah that's right and you've got locks on the outside of the house (laughs) does that keep ghost inside the house if you lock the door from the outside i i don't know how that works i i not they just reach through the wall and like you know and just strangle you from there right yeah yeah Hmm. yeah we're not doing a remote from that one we're not doing a remote. That, one, that one, one seems a little more creepy. 
We're not going to do remote from this one either. I'm going to take us out of Missouri here. Alcatraz. Ooh, Alcatraz. So the infamous home to some equally infamous prisoners, uh, including the mobster Al Capone. Alcatraz has had reports of uh, paranormal activity from its visitors, former prisoners, and guards. Leon Whitey Thompson, a former inmate who later conducted tours of the prison, was waiting for a tour group in the 1980s when he claimed he saw a large looming figure at the end of Michigan Avenue. I guess that's a, a hall in there. And mm-hmm. swore it was the ghost of an inmate he had been friendly with called Johnny House. Other visitors have heard crying or screams. Uh, and recently, figure of a woman was snapped through the cell window by the holiday makers in San Francisco. So not only are these ghosts in prison, they're, they're you know, former violent convicts that are ghosts. <laughs> oh, boy. So... Yeah, I mean, first of all, you're on an island prison, so mm-hmm. you're away from all the mainland. So let's say you get out of the building. Uh, the ghosts are probably, you know, still going to get you on the island. They're probably confined to the island. So you better have go. an escape boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably why those guys tried to escape Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ones uh, that made the, the raft out of the rain jackets. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've heard the story about that, you know, like mm-hmm. those uh, that that cell is actually like like plexiglassed in and everything mm-hmm. they've kept it the same the hole is still there where they dug their way out yeah and uh and you know and i think it's a couple cells and, yeah yeah because there's like know, three of them that tried to get out i would yeah. have one question which one was clint eastwood in oh god you know he wasn't really in prison mark right <laughs> all right yeah, we got saw, time for i saw it i saw it yeah we got time for a couple more Okay, uh, how about Zombie Road? Wasn't that a, uh, a song that was just out recently? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was from National Lampoon. Zombie Road. Oh. Oh. oh, anyway. Okay, the story's associated with Zombie Road, and this is just outside of St. Louis, so very mm-hmm. close to where we are. Uh, there, there are many stories behind this place. Okay. While the original name of the road is... Uh, Lawler Ford Road, so anybody around here would probably figure out where that's at, uh, started being referred to as Zombie Road in the 1950s. Uh, this is perhaps due to the stories of a zombie killer, a creepy guy who lived in a shack in the woods and would attack young lovers looking for a place to be alone. Was that Jason? Yeah. <laughs> this Anywhere near Crystal Lake? Camp Crystal Lake. Zombie Uh, Road near Crystal Lake, yeah. Yeah. Uh, As the years passed, the chilling stories continued, including ghost vanishing and strange uh, vanishings and strange noises. One of the most spine-tingling may be uh, the frequently retold story about the ghost of a man who was hit by a train and now haunts the area. The chilling part is that uh, there is a real story in which a wife of a local judge named Della Hamilton uh, McCullough was actually hit by a train and died in 1876. Um, since there are no other records of anyone being killed by a train in the area, it is widely believed that it's her that is actually the famed ghost. Yeah, I'm not going to take that road. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm, gonna have to, yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up and see how close it is to me, and then I may have to move. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a shortcut. If you go through Zombie Road, I'll be late then because not taking Zombie Road. <laughs> hey, Dave, why don't 
why don't we send you down there to Zombie Road and you can just like report back to us of any activity that's going on. Well, how, well, Mark, how about we send you to shut the hell up? <laughs> Thanks, Jet Dave. He's got so many witty comebacks. Yeah. Oh, God. So then the last place we've got, uh, of course, the last place you'd want something haunted, Australia. Australia. <laughs> Where you already have animals that can kill you by looking at you. Uh, uh, ghost. Yeah, you've got the Ardale Asylum in Ararat, Victoria, Australia. It's a village within a village. Uh, the Ardale Asylum is a huge complex that opened in 1867. It uh, housed over 1,300 people who uh, were suspected to have died there. 13,000 people, I'm sorry. And it was not always due to natural causes. Mm-hmm. Uh, tours of the site mention the ghost of Nurse Carrie, who is supposed to haunt the women's wing. Uh, the visitors sh- visitors have shared tales of unexpected sensations, being touched, feeling cold, drafts running through the building for no apparent reason, and then loud bangs from parts of the building that are, not, that are unoccupied. Okay, if I'm in Australia where I already know there's creepy crawlies that can murder you with just a touch, I don't want to be walking through and all of a sudden just feel something brush up against me. Mm, that is, yeah, nobody, no, and it's, nobody and it's, wants that. And it's cold where Australia is re- really never cold. Uh, just loud bangs, you know, uh, I, I'd have to have crocodile Dundee with me. <laughs> That's not a ghost. I don't, I don't even know that he could, uh, you know, do anything. Yeah. You can't really cut a ghost with that knife. Yeah. I think, I think you need, uh, Peter Veckman with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ray, it's looking at me. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we can't go without talking about this one, Sean. I know where you're going. Yeah, we got this one. Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lemp Mansions currently operates as a restaurant. I've been there before. I, have you been? Mm-hmm. To the oh Lemp yeah, Mansion? yeah. It's been a while, but I've they been got there. A, yeah. Got a wonderful pan-fried chicken down. Yeah, there. they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, they even have a, a murder mystery dinner theater. Yeah, that's that what place. I did there. I think I think it was there that I did a murder mystery theater once. And you can actually stay there too. I don't know they about have that. Rooms upstairs <laughs> now. It's it's like a bed and breakfast almost. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, it's, it's a 19th century mansion in St. Louis, and it's said to be one of the the ten most haunted places in America, uh, based on several suicides and other deaths within the Limp family at the location. Uh, the building is said to be haunted by several of their spirits. For example, the attic is said to be haunted by the monkey-faced boy, who was actually the Ill- illegitimate son of William Limp Jr., and who had been hidden away in the attic area to avoid disgrace uh, due to the scandal and because he was born deformed as well. And, yeah, and I've, heard of the lavender, I've heard of the lavender lady, too, because she wore lavender perfume, mm-hmm. so you all of a sudden start smelling lavender. I do have an interesting story though. I was down there for a wedding mm-hmm. and um, we were talking to some of the people down there and, and they said, well, um, the stable house, which is in the, in, in the back of the mansion. Uh, if, if you smell cig- uh, cigar smoke back there, that's, that's one of the ghosts. So I was like, <clears throat> so I had to use the facilities and mm-hmm. I guess where they happen to be in, in, in the stable house. Cause it was an outdoor event. Right. And I went in there and you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. <laughs> and all of a sudden I could smell cigar smoke. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm walking out, there's a guy standing outside the door 
mm-hmm. and you know, he's smoking a cigar. And you're like, so, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to, you know, like be like in Ghostbusters where they come up and like poke the guy, you know, but yeah, just, I thought, I'm not going to poke the ghost. So, yeah. All of a sudden, your finger goes through, honey, we're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> All right. So, if you've got some haunted places you'd like to uh, bring to our attention, you know how to get a hold of us. It is Randomosity Pod, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Our secret to making the podcast so much fun is doing this. <laughs> there. Don't you feel better already? Randomosity with Sean and Mark. It's time to ask that age-old question, would you rather? All right, all right Sean, before you even ask... We've got to hurry up. We've got to get this segment in. So, no, we can't start with your story. If we have time at the end, maybe. But I'm not making any promises. And hmm. it's a good story, though. I, we got to get it in. We got to get the show in, Sean. Show comes first. It, 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 it may be a good story, Sean, but wouldn't you want to save it till the end to end on that? Yeah, I guess you got a point there, Raj. I guess you got a point. All right. All right. So, let's do the bit then. Would you rather? You know the drill. We ask each other questions, and they have, uh, would you rather do this or this? And we choose which this we would like. Hmm. That it, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a simple way of explaining it, I guess. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. And um... All right. Would you rather spend all night in a cold pumpkin patch waiting in vain for a mythical being to appear, or spend the evening trick-or-treating in a messed-up ghost costume and only receive rocks in your sack? Okay. So I get to be Linus... Yeah, pretty much. Or Charlie Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Oh, uh, man. But if I only get rocks, there's no point. I might as well spend the night in the pumpkin patch. But then it's cold. You get dew on you in the morning. You know? Well, dew maybe, is in the water, not like somebody pooping on you. Yeah, maybe my sister <laughs> Sally would come get me in the middle of the night and take me back home. Not Sally, uh, 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 Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, but I'd still just, I'd rather get the rocks because then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to each house that oh, gave me the rock okay. yeah. <laughs> and give them their rock back. <laughs> Don't throw and, rocks. But if you do throw rocks, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a Sean thing there. Yeah. Yes, yes, the the advice. Don't throw rocks at houses. But if you do, make sure you throw with a sidearm motion. But what if the now, great uh, pumpkin shows up? Well, you're waiting in vain for the mythical being though, so oh, the, the oh. it's already been it's already been uh, decreed that he will not appear. Donnie Most might, but <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Most. Oh my uh, Family Guy reference. Donnie Most, Donnie Most, he was Ralph from Happy Days. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> would you rather get a foot massage from the monster under your bed or dance the tango with the monster in your closet? You know, oh my god! I guess I'm tangoing because I just don't want something grabbing my feet from under the bed, even if it is a massage. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. those aren't oh. pillows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those aren't pillows. 
Oh God, no, 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 yeah, no. The the tango, I'm tangoing. There's no, there's no question. I'm tangoing. tangoing? <laughs> I'm tangoing. I may not like it, but Mustache I'm not having my or tango. I don't even know how to tango. I don't. I would find out quickly. I'm gonna have to go watch Dancing with the Stars now and figure out how to tango so that I would know how to tango with the monster in the closet. So, what does the monster under your bed look like, Sean? I don't care. <laughs> well, it would make a difference, I think, if you know. No, it's a creepy thing under my bed, touching my feet. It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, if like Julia Roberts, you know, that was the monster under your bed. She can make me a meatloaf, but no. She... <laughs> That goes back. That's a callback to an old episode. That's a callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Julia Roberts under my bed. It's still, though. Now, Mila Kunis under my bed. That might make it worthwhile. Jennifer Lawrence under my bed might make it worth. This is getting creepier as I This talk. is getting creepier, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so unless, it, unless it's one of those two that's the monster under my bed, then probably not. <laughs> then, then not. Okay. Right. So you're going to tango with the one in I'm going to tango. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tango with the one that looks like Steve Buscemi probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I uh man. A foot massage. Uh, yeah, this way I don't even have to look at the the monster under the bed. I can just have him massage my feet no no what if it looks like nick nolte i mean come on nick nolte but i don't or see not, him. i'm sorry not nick nolte gary Busey. gary Busey's hard gary right Busey. <laughs> hey how do your feet feel <laughs> uh, yeah I'll go, with, I'll, I'll go with the massage <laughs> just made a shutter no i'm tangoing i'm dancing i'm dancing <sighs> hey mark would you rather be a member of the adams family or the munsters Ooh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Well, they are kind of creepy and kooky, mysterious and ooky. Yeah, they're all together, spooky. The Adams family. Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> so, do I want like you know, cousin? Cousin it. Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. Uh, Morticia. Uncle Fester. I don't know. I think I think the Munsters. You want to be the Munsters? Yeah, it just seems like you know they always have a good time, and you know you always learn something from the Munsters with, with Fred Gwynn McMurray. That's it. Yeah, and 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 you got uh, and 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 you got uh, Grandpa. You know mm, who builds a, a who builds a dragster a dragster out of a mm-hmm. coffin. I don't know. That might be kind of fun. So I think that yes. Yeah, but how many times have you needed a flashlight and you couldn't find one? If you've got an Uncle Fester with you, you just put a light bulb in his mouth and you can see where you're going. Yeah, well, I'm he's, sure he's that... kind of like he's kind of like your own personal Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, but Thing is underneath, you know, the stairs. He could light up the the room with yeah, the fire. Yeah, yeah. And and think how handy it is that was unintended to have just a random hand around to you know help you out with things. You know, you're how many times have you needed an extra hand for like you know. Moving something into place, and he can just come up and loop. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking thirteen, thirteen Mockingbird Lane. I think. All right. Well, I'm going to be too legit and part of the Adams family. Yeah, and plus you have, um, uh, man, I can't think of her name now, but uh, the 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 odd duck in the Munsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah. Um, but also having a yeah. seven foot tall butler would be nice. Mm, yeah. You rang. I also just like to have that bell from anywhere in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Bong. You okay. rang. So you're going with the Adams family. I'm going to be in the Adams family. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with the monsters. The only thing that might creep me out from the Adams family is cousin it. Yeah, cousin it is kind of kind of weird. Yeah. Just a guy that hasn't like shaved or gotten a haircut, a haircut in years and years. That's right. And and where's a and where's a derby? Yeah. yeah. I'm still <laughs> thinking, you know, you got Uncle Fester to to light your way through. Yeah, but I got grandpa who, you know, can do all that neat stuff too. I mean oh, I'm not saying that I'm not saying the monsters are a bad choice. I just it's more <laughs> practical, I think, to be in the Adams family. All right. Okay. Agree to disagree. Uh, Sean, would you rather have pens growing out of your face and head? Pins or pens? Pens. Writing instruments or prickly things? Prickly things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or have scissors where your fingers should be. Okay, so am I in Hellraiser or am I in Edward Scissors' hands? Right. Uh, the pins would suck. But man, I'm just thinking of the first time I have to take a leak with those uh, scissor hands, and no, 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 no. It'd be like the maroon of the week—the one time where you have your hands <laughs> handcuffed behind your back, and yeah, you're still, yeah, yeah, still. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just thinking the pins in my head would suck for me, but I'm going to destroy less things. Yeah, well, unless you bump unless... your head or something. I don't know. I don't well, know yeah, yeah, but I mean. You know, I go to shake somebody's hand, and now they, you know, have to get a, you know, skin graft. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, man. That is a tough one. Uh, I mean, I've grown up with sinus headaches all my life, so pinhead might be all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a acupuncture kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's acupuncture. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I think I'll go with pinhead. Yeah. I just, I don't. Want to, you know, I'd be cutting up all my clothes, trying to put them on. You know, I got to go to the restroom now. I've got a home vasectomy kit. You know, it's just not worth it. Yeah, you couldn't do my, I mean, you, you couldn't like, you know, take the lid off of anything. No, you're just useless. You're just like, eh, I can't do anything. Help me out. <laughs> all right. So that's Would You Rather. If you've got questions you'd like us to answer, you know where to go. Randomosity Pod on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. That's a good Halloween show. It was. It was a very good Halloween show. We, we hope everybody has a wonderful Halloween. And we hope that uh, you get lots of candy and not rocks. Right, exactly. Um, and if you get and if you get candy corn, egg that house. No, don't egg that house. Don't egg the house. Or peeps. Peeps just throw those back at the house, you know. Yeah, that's why. Fine. There's no there's no problem there. Right, exactly. All right. So now that we're at the end of the show, I get to tell my story. All right. So uh so last Thanksgiving, uh, we decided we were gonna have a turkey parade. And uh, you know, so these we, we got these birds and uh, you know, we didn't train what them. What kind of birds were they? They were turkeys, they were idiot birds. Okay. And uh so we we didn't train them and uh well, we, we, we got them shirts and everything, but then we got them all in the crowd, and at first they didn't move. But then when they started to move, they started to attack the crowd. 
they were cutting people's clothes up and uh, you know it's just a sea of feathers and sh- and torn cloth it was it was bad it was bad uh, Dave I don't know I think I think Mark did a better job telling that story it was more scary when he did it w- what Later. Hey, thanks for listening to Randomosity with Sean and Mark. Keep up with the guys by checking them out on social media at Randomosity Pod for Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Your support helps the show grow. And as always, remember, these guys are idiots. What do they know? <laughs>